Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Saying Podcast. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about spirituality and the downside of it. Now, I'm not going to be talking about my downsides because I ain't had none. But I want to speak on the perspective of the what I'm seeing is happening within the collective. All right. Because I've noticed that like there was, you know, about 2016, 17-ish, there was a lot of people coming in. And I spoke this. I spoke this then. I said, y'all need to detox from your religious practice before you try to come into spirituality because these two worlds are totally different. Everybody was looking at me like, I put this down. I know that was one of the things that was one of the things that really made it beneficial for me once I came over here because I wasn't walking away from a religion out of anger or trying to be mad at motherfuckers. I understood what I was leaving. You feel what I'm saying? And then when I walked into spirituality, I understood what spirituality was first, nigga, first. The problem was a lot of people, what they did was they made religious beliefs. They made their spiritual systems a religious tenet. And they fucked up because like religion, religion teaches you to only focus on good and evil, right? That's what religion teaches you, to focus on good or evil and not worry about evil. You feel me? Like, that's the principle behind it. In order to get to heaven, like you, the whole system, this is the whole system. You focus on good or evil, good and evil, and you decide whether you want to go to heaven or hell. Nobody wants to go to hell, so everybody's going to try to behave in a way that is good or think that they're being good. Spirituality doesn't focus on good or evil, right or wrong. It focuses on detriment and benefit. You feel what I'm saying? There is necessarily not a good or bad reality to detriment or benefit. Now, what transpires out of benefit and detriment ultimately leads to your blessings and your curses. But what happened was... When this whole wave popped off, it was just a trend and it was a wave. Nobody was actually studying shit. Nobody was learning shit. And because they weren't learning shit, everything that they said, they trusted the people around them. You feel me? If you've been rocking from day one with me, you know periodically, and I'm going to say it today because I haven't said it in a long time, I always say, assume that I'm lying and go fact check me. Assume that I am lying and go fact check me. I never want you to trust, believe, or honor or follow anything that I say without your own validation. The problem was in the spiritual space, so many people came, like I said, from a religious mentality. So it's do as I say. Listen to me. I'm more woke than you. I remember one time too, like this dude told me, man, I've been woke longer than you. Bitch, fuck you. I'm still smarter than you, nigga. The fuck? I still studied way more than you think you know. And you want to have the nerve to say that, like, and the tricky part about it was that so many people that I think what it really exposed for me in the time, which is ultimately what the detriment and the downfall of all the people were, uh, what it really exposed for me was that ignorance for one is evil, but so many people are ignorant because it is bliss. You never realize how many people are ignorant until you actually see them have to use their mind. You feel what I'm saying? Have to use their mind, not how how well they can articulate a story, how many big words they can use in a sentence. No, no, no. How well can the motherfucker use their mind? That's when you find out, oh, you ain't you ain't that <laughs> you ain't that. And that is hard to see when you are in a religious mentality. 
Because within a religious mentality, your only focus is to behave well, to avoid evil. But when you are in a spiritual reality, your mind is now calibrated towards benefit and detriment, right? Not all bad things are, are, are not all bad things are detrimental. Not all good things are beneficial. And that's what spiritual practices start to teach you. You feel what I'm saying? You can, for example, motherfuckers, sugar sweet and sugar's good. It tastes good, but it's horrible for you. It's detrimental like a motherfucker, but it is good, but it's detrimental. You feel what I'm saying? Exercise is bad. It hurts. It's pain, but it's beneficial for you. You feel me? When you are in that space, when you are willing to move into that realm, that's when you can say you're practicing spirituality. So many people came into spirituality trying to be good or evil. They, they literally picked a side. They said, well, if I'm not going to be following the religion anymore, then I got to be following the devil. No, nigga, that's not how this shit works. Who the fuck told y'all this shit? You feel what I'm saying? This is why as you got into your spiritual practice, especially through the African spirituality, everybody kept saying, it's crazy because I'm like, everybody's like, yo, that's demonic. That's demonic. I'm like, so tell me what a demon is. Well, you know, no, you tell me what a demon is. How is it that you can always spot the evil, but never the good? You see what I'm saying? Because anything that is not of what you are indoctrinated into, you automatically deem it as evil. That's a crazy world because now you can't see the benefit in things that are different from you. You feel me? And that's ultimately what led to the downfall of many people who try to cross into spirituality without this conceptualization. You feel what I'm saying? They rushed into some shit that they wanted to believe in as opposed to what they wanted to seek understanding in. You feel what I'm saying? And so it led to a lot of detrimental shit because they were like, I'm not going to be good. Like the whole embrace sexuality shit. That didn't tell y'all to be hoes, nigga. There's other ways to embrace sexuality and, you know, be creative, do shit. But don't embrace sexuality for your detriment. And that's when shit went right, went awry. And that's when I was looking at some of the people telling me shit like, you feel me? Yo, yo, shoot, my shoe ain't going to drop. Because I don't worship the devil. I don't believe in stupid shit. Like, I'm not, I didn't pick evil. <laughs> I didn't leave religion and pick evil, bitch. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but because of that, I decided to address it in this issue, in this episode, because I see what the reality is. And now I can respect why they say that to me. Because when they came into their spiritual practice, they bought their demons. I didn't. But before we dive into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram, underscore, just underscore, C underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSing.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And you know the vibes. That's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break into, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and dive heavy into spirituality. Uh, what do I want to subtitle this motherfucker? Spirituality. Ah, we're going to dive into spirituality, the dark side. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add a SoFrail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, 
visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Ow. And without further ado, we're going to dive heavy into this motherfucker. And this is, like I said, I'm more so explaining a reality from my own perspective as the only way that I can. Because that's what spirituality teaches you. Spirituality teaches you to mind your fucking business. (laughs) Not to worry about everybody else. So one of the things that... When people be like, yo, your podcast is all about you. Duh, nigga, it's called Just Saying. Who the fuck else you think it was going to be about? But it's in the context of understanding spirituality for real. Every spiritual practice that I've studied, every real one, it all centered you back to yourself. It didn't send you out telling other motherfuckers what they need to do. It's saying, yo, this is what you got to figure out how to do. You feel what I'm saying? So it's about minding your motherfucking business. But what happens is people carry the wrong shit into this motherfucker. So like I was saying... When people are looking at me like, how are you not suffering? And now they have to conceptualize their own reality as he's going to suffer in the afterlife. Mm -mm, I'm not. You know why? For one, I fulfill my purpose. Everything you see at IamJustSeen.com, that's my purpose. You feel what I'm saying? I've seen it. I've seen it given to me directly. This is what you got to do in the world. All right, nigga. So I did it. You feel me? This is how you understand spirituality is about benefit and detriment. Not good and evil. There's bad shit in my life that led to being beneficial. There's bad shit that I've done in my life. There's bad shit in my life that led to a beneficial reality for me. You feel what I'm saying? So now they have to conceptualize, you know. Now these are the people that have, you know, practiced spirituality. Like I watched them. Like we we was rocking together. You feel me? Then all of a sudden they had to unfollow me on social media and shit, block me. You know, next thing I know, I see their page float around and now they back in church doing communion and shit. I'm like, oh, nigga, but I'm not mad. I'm not mad because I understand that you left it from the state of belief. I left it from a state of understanding. I can't be mad at you for that. I can't be mad at you for that. And then you go back and you involve yourself with people that that was, you know, that person like, no, you never studied what I studied. You never knew what I knew. So you didn't know how to use this for benefit. I don't do anything evil. I don't do anything dark. You feel me? But I understand how to use everything for my benefit. So as I'm talking to people and they're like, yo, you're in the afterlife is when I'm like, no, it's not. Because even in the Bible it says that which is bound on earth will be loosed um, will be loosed in heaven. See, I read the motherfucker, nigga. Which means what you do on earth will reflect what happens in heaven. If everything that I've done in, on this earth, regardless of how you perceive it, if you perceive it as evil, it doesn't matter if it's been beneficial to the world. I don't give a fuck. If I have helped men become better, there's there's men who have read the So Frail series and have gone to therapy and have become better men, better fathers. I don't say shit. I keep it on the low because I ain't got to brag about it and say, I'm I'm, I'm going to do it this, this episode. But I don't brag about it and tell everybody the people's lives that I change. Yeah, when I have my sessions, when I'm talking about uh, people, I don't use specific people, tell what I did and how I elevate them shit. But yeah, I tell them the gems that I give them. I tell you about the game that I gave them and some of the realities that we developed and shit. But everybody who's crossed my path, I have benefited them. 
Now, that's where the problem comes in, because some people can't fathom how that's happening if you're not doing it this way. Because, nigga, that's not my way. You feel me? And low key, it's not everybody else's way, too, but they just don't know it because they don't understand the conceptualizations of indoctrination. But as I was ending the intro, you feel me? I mentioned that people were saying like, oh, that's demonic shit. Right. And I asked and I was sitting one day and I already knew the etymology of the word, but then it kind of hit the epiphany. It's like, oh, niggas don't know what demons are, bro. And I had to look back at my own perspective of, you know, what a demon really is. So if you don't know what a demon is, you definitely don't know what an angel is. How do I know this? Because you ask somebody what a demon is. Oh, demons are fallen angels. Hmm. Now go back into the etymology of the word demon, right? Look up the etymology of the word demon. I know some people won't do it because it's the word demon. That's where your fear is at. You see how this is what they brought into spirituality. This is what a lot of those people brought into spirituality. So I know if you're in that space right now where you're afraid to look at anything that any antithesis, the shit that I be talking about all the time, if you're afraid to look at any antithesis, what that means is you're only going to see spirituality from one side. Now, the sad part about it is, like I was saying, these motherfuckers came in spirituality and brought their demons with them. No, you didn't know. Demonic shit didn't happen to you, nigga. You brought your demons here and you spirituality allowed you to bring it out. That's who you were on the inside. Contrary to popular belief, you can you can behave well. Go to work, go to school, smile in motherfucking public and all that shit. But no, spirituality ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> spirituality is going to bring out the real motherfucker every single time. You feel me? Religion, religiosity, however you're looking at it, that you can put that mask on. You feel me? You can quote every scripture, every hadith. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, but it doesn't hide what's on the inside. That's what comes out of spirituality. You feel what I'm saying? So when people were saying like, yo, I saw demons. I saw this, that, and the third. My life got worse, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 because your life was already bad. You just didn't have a scapegoat anymore. You didn't have the scapegoat to put it on and say, oh, nah, it's, oh, now you're starting to realize it's you and you don't want it to be you. You feel what I'm saying? Now, again, this is my perspective of understanding the very people that I'm watching that I've seen do this shit, like face to face. Like, I'm like, you never studied. You never studied. You never learned a fucking thing, which now is scary because it's like you're really not learning anything on the other side either. You feel what I'm saying? So, like I said, we go back to the word demon. Go back to the etymology of the word demon. It comes from daemon, D-A-E-M-O-N. And it means genius. That word demon means genius. And it's like, hmm. So if demon means genius and angels are fallen demons, then that means these, I mean, uh, demons are fallen angels. That means angels and demons are still one and the same. They're still both forms of genius, which means what? They are the good and evil sides of your genius or the beneficial side of your genius and the detrimental side of your genius. And what is your genius? The genius isn't what you are, it is what you have. It is the highest capacity of your mind to exhibit within the world. We think because a motherfucker told us, oh, you are a genius, you know, there is no R in being a genius. It is a have, it is, is what you have. You can use your genius at will. You feel what I'm saying? This is something that I learned with studying, but it led me back to um, studying Emotep, and it's like he was the first multi-genius. I don't even think that he was a multi-genius. He was just the motherfucker who used his mind. And I'm using motherfucker respectfully still, you know, because that's ancestral shit. But at the same token, 
when we consider what it was like, yo, he built the pyramids, he did all this stuff. And like, when you conceptualize it from how you know it now, it seems far-fetched, it seems magical. But then when you understand how the system was built, I don't want a nation of workers, a thinkers, I need a nation of workers. Niggas ain't using their genius no more. You're, when you do use your genius or you tap into your genius, you're diagnosed with a mental illness. <clears throat> Go figure. You feel me? Like, when I started looking at shit like the DSM-5, the ones, twos, and threes, and all of this shit, it's like, it's like wait a minute. Y'all used to say running away from slavery was, was a disease, a mental, like, mentally, something's wrong with me when I want to get away from oppression, nigga. <laughs> when I get want to get away from these atrocious situations, that is a mental illness, bro. That's crazy to me. But then when I really started looking at it, bro, boys, they diagnosed the boys the most heaviest with the ADHD, but then you got a motherfucker sitting still all day, but you don't teach them how to regulate his nervous system. You feel me? Shit different. It's different. But now, back to the multi-genius thing. I feel like everybody's a multi-genius because you use it in a way. We stop using our genius in multiplicities away when we go to school. Oh, you can't focus. No, bitch. This don't, it's not that I can't focus. This is I'm it's not that I can't focus. I'm no longer attentive to this because this is irrelevant to me. But you're forcing me to make it my relevance. That's any human. That's any human whose genius is misused. So now, genius is more so reflective of your imagination. This is when they, when we grew up as kids, they told us this all the fucking time. Use your imagination. And we thought imagination was just tapping into fantasy. And this is where we fuck up. Because when we think imagination is tapped into fantasy, we only create fantastic shit. And I don't mean fantastic in a good way. I mean it in a non-binary way, if that's a thing. When you look at fantasy, right, most people who have gone through a religious experience, a heavy religious experience, they can't separate the difference between fantasy and reality. This is not me throwing shots at people. This is me speaking sp specifically for myself and those around me. There was a, I had a hard time separating the difference between fantasy and reality. It's like, you feel me? You put in work or you don't put in work and you just let it go. You feel me? I would do certain shit, but then I couldn't give myself the credit for it. But then when certain shit wouldn't happen, I would just say, well, it just ain't for me. No, that's you create an entire world off of fantasy. Now, when you when your imagination is built off of fantasy, fantasy, that's when things get dangerous. You feel what I'm saying? I know people who won't ask a question about something, but would just run with a little bit of information. And they can't apologize when the shit is wrong. When they, I'm like, yo, you're wrong though. You feel me? You're you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> like seriously, you're absolutely fucking wrong. And they'll just whatever. Let it. They can't address it because their mind cannot conceive a realistic reality. Only the fantasy that is programmed within them. So now, when we understand spirituality, spirituality is designed to keep you in balance with the levels of your genius, which is what's beneficial and what's detrimental for you. Right. But in order for your genius to work, you have to have a vivid imagination. When we think vivid imagination, they teach us solely. And this is by design. I purposely feel this is by design to make motherfuckers crazy. They teach us that a vivid imagination is one full of fantasy and none of reality. No, your imagination is your nation of images. I need y'all to understand that. I have a full episode on it. I don't remember what season it is. I don't even remember. We 300 plus episodes in. I don't know anymore. But I have an episode on 
your nation of emanate your mate your nation of images which is your imagination they program us and they've been teaching us since we were babies and because we're adults who never really knew because we went to an education system that failed us and in this education system nigga said i don't want a nation of thinkers i need a nation of workers it's there but in this reality they told us that our imagination is full of fantasy even if you watch barney i know you did with the imagination and the barney bag we'll see what we can make today in the barney bag you had realistic shit realistic items and it programmed the kids into tapping into a fantasy use these realistic items to create a fantasy so what that develops is over time now it's gonna you're gonna see how it relates to spirituality i got to teach you about the mind a little bit when you see how your mind is wired solely for imagination right well in your imagination it's solely shifted to the reality of fantasy as you get older as you develop your fantasies become more vivid so when they teach you you don't have a vivid imagination a lot of people be like i don't have a, a good imagination you do your imagination isn't limited to fantasy i'm doing a dramatic pause with that because i need a lot of people to understand because the older we get the less we feel we have imagination because we don't tap into fantasy anymore because fantasy is not real as you get older, you know, oh, fantasy ain't real. Fantasy is used as a child in order for your genius to flourish and be understood. So when you look at what your imagination is, it is your nation of fucking images. What images are stored within your mind? All children's images in the beginning are cartoons and shit, animated shit, stuffed animals, like colorful, vibrant shit. So when you're looking at my imagination isn't vivid, I don't see colors. That's because, one, you don't see fantasy anymore. You now see reality because your innocence is gone as a child. That's really a simple reality. But you don't realize that your imagination has realism to it. And all of the events that you experience, everything that you store, everything that you observe in a single basis is a part of your imagination. When they're telling you to think outside of the box, they're telling you to use the realistic side of your genius. No, the real, use your genius to access the realistic imagination. Side, the realistic side of your imagination, let me say it like that. And we don't do it. We really and legit don't think that we have an imagination. Now, why is this important? Because when it comes to religion, that fuels our full imagination from the fantasy side. I'm not giving disclaimers about y'all shouldn't be here or, you know, heads up or none of that shit. The shit's not real. When you break down religion, you understand when you truly understand religion. And this is where the scary part is, because a lot of people in regards to spiritual practices and shit, they'd be like, yo, you don't believe in the Bible. I understand the Bible because I understand the religion. You see what I'm saying? You're having two different conversations with people when they're focused on the book as opposed to the entity that is religion. I don't care how how many books you read about your book. I don't care how many how many languages you under you go back and look about your book. Do you understand the religion? The book don't matter, okay? The book is broken down. It's literally written in the three tiers, mythology, ritual, and allegory. If you do not understand, 
I can't care. I can care less if you don't understand the book. You feel me? I can care less how much of the book you understand. Do you understand what religion is? When you think your religion is the book, you fucked. You see what I'm saying? When you understand the entity of religion and what religion is, religion means to bind. Religion means to tie back. It means to hold back. What are you being held back from? You feel what I'm saying? But what they teach you, they have so many denominations and so many buffers that you don't even get to the, the mythology of it. Mythology, we know, is fantasy. This is why a lot of people, myself included, when I studied it for those years on end, you have difficulty separating fantasy from reality. You have difficulty separating fantasy from reality because you're giving fantasy as if it's reality. Sit with that for a second because I know it's a lot of process. I got to sip my tea anyway. You're giving fantasy as if it's reality. Now, when people say, well, seeing you talking that shit, how you know the motherfucker ain't real. It's, a, it's not a historical document. Everybody I know, they be like, yo, that is the only real, you fear and you hope that it's a historical document. So that way, when the time comes, if you behaved well, I, I, it's not a historical document. Now, when people ask me, I have a multitude of ways that I can prove with the documents, with the actual books that they're not real. You feel me? I always use the Bible because everybody's like, well, you don't talk about, I don't, the Quran gets nullified off the Bible. Why? Because the Bible is the first one. The Quran is a little cousin to the Bible. So, and they're all Abrahamic religions. So if they all prove that Abraham wasn't real and it was just an allegory, then the whole reality is fucked up. It's like, you don't need the other books anymore. It's like, oh, dang it, don't, none yes. All of this is fantasy based off the fact that it's mythology. Mythology is how people have conceptualized the way in which they needed to understand otherworldly things. Now, when we consider things being otherworldly, don't get to the, get, we'll get to that part. Because spirituality shows you what otherworldly really means. You feel what I'm saying? From the highest peak. So when you've been practicing all your life, knowing that this fantasy is a reality, when you look at the world, this realistic world, you can only see it through a fantasy lens. You feel what I'm saying? So now, like I said, when people say, how do you prove that it's not like I don't have to go back into the, like they teaching you to take the fantasy into the real world and make it fit as opposed to bringing the real world into the fantasy. So all you have to do is, for one, look at the Torah. Right. First five books of the Bible, the Torah, whatever the case may be. Who wrote them? They say Moses wrote them. Right. But. If the books now, this is where it has to start getting shifty, because if the books are in order, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, first five books, he's born in Exodus and he dies before Deuteronomy is finished. I'm doing a dramatic pause so you can so you can process it so you can realistically process it, not from the fantasy perspective. And oh, I just believe. No, there's nothing to believe when a man wrote a he wrote five books. He was born in the second one and died before the fifth one finished. He wrote five books and he was born in the second one and he died before the fifth one finished. Or did he die in numbers? 
he did die in numbers because by Deuteronomy, that's when they were saying the curses and everything happened. Okay, cool. He wrote the first five books of the Bible, but he was born in the second one and died before the fourth one finished. Okay. Who does that? How do you do that? Realistically. So now you're, you mean to tell me he was born in the entire, now when we look at Genesis, Genesis was long as fuck. Time-wise. There's a lot of time between Adam and Moses, my nigga. A lot. When I say there's a lot of time, there's a lot of time between Adam and Moses. How does he accurately write Genesis? And he's born. And he writes about himself being born. Unless this is a creative story. Now, that's one instance. And I'm showing like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm giving this. So what I'm saying going forward is going to, coalesce it's gonna become a little bit more cohesive that's one instance one one and that's the beginning of the book it's like all right thing if you can't see it there now how do you also know it's not a historical document if you go to exodus which moses was supposed to write you go into exodus and you look for the name of the pharaoh Everybody knows Moses told Pharaoh to let my people go. What was the Pharaoh's name? The reason why you have to ask this question, because if you know what the Pharaoh's name is, now you can place this area, this, this historical document, as you say, into reality. You can't. You can't. Because now you have to go in and say, okay, within the 400 years, this is where they got us as black people. Because now... We were enslaved twice, according to the book. If the book was was what we got enslaved under for the 400 years, we got shipped off in this. And this is why I'm saying you can't separate. They can't tell the difference between fantasy and reality because they say in the Bible, it said we were going to be shipped off into slavery by ships and everything. And they actually wrote that it already happened. So what the fuck happened the next, the second 400 years? Because that enslavement that happened the 400 years that they have in the Bible is not the same 400 years that happened in 1619 or 1492, depending on how you're looking at it. Either way, we about 500 years, 500 to 400 something years in this motherfucker. Right. So it stands to question if this fantasy is now being made into a reality, we have a bigger issue. Because that means we were enslaved twice. You feel what I'm saying? We were enslaved twice because now we have to ask ourselves, when did that first 400 enslavement happen? Now, if you look in certain contexts of the Bible, so they're trying to make it real. They said this happened between the 400 year enslavement of the Hebrews was between 1850 B.C. and 1450 B.C. They're trying to say that the enslavement happened between 1850 B.C. In 1450 BC. Why is that important? Because according to the same doctrine and the same document, that the Hebrews who were enslaved are who built the pyramids. Now, why is that important? Because the pyramids, Khufu, Khafrem, and Kare, they were built in 2950 BC. Why is that important? Again, now I can't tell you what the Pharaoh's name is because if I tell you what the Pharaoh's name is in which they were enslaved, none of this shit stand, it stands the test of time anymore. Because for one, the, the whole timeline is now broken. It's broken without the Pharaoh's name 
But once you know the Pharaoh's name, it's like, wait a minute. Mm -mm. That Pharaoh wasn't even a Pharaoh when they built the pyramids. Matter of fact, the pyramids didn't even take 400 years to build. It took 85. But even still, the pyramids themselves weren't built in the same time. Somebody lying. No, it's not that somebody's lying. Somebody gave you fantasy and told you it was reality. And I think that's where we have to get to where we understand the spirituality for real. Don't look at it as a truth or a lie. Look at it as a fantasy versus a reality. Because fantasies do have a bit of truth in them. Women go through them all the time. And I'm using y'all dramatically because, you know, y'all can meet a man that y'all like and y'all have already planned your full life with him. Full life. He got kid, got the kids, the wife. I mean, kids. You, 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 his wife. The picket fence, uh, the job. Y'all driving up. All that. You have already created that from hello. Fantasy. And then if, and then you, in your mind, because you created that fantasy, you set that expectation that that man must meet. And that man doesn't know that he has to meet a fantasy, not an expectation. Sometimes that's what we fucking up to in reality. And I wanted to bring that into reality because as humans, when we follow these doctrines and shit, it leads us to being having difficulty in separating fantasy from reality in real life. You see what I'm saying? We create a whole image of a motherfucker and build off of that without giving the full credence. And I'm tying this back into the, the spiritual side that came in. I experienced this with a lot of women. Because in that spiritual space, ooh, you woke, I liked it. No, I'm really on my spiritual shit because I understood the religion too and I understood what it did to me in my mind. You feel what I'm saying? It's not just about me trying to coerce you and trying to get you to believe and follow me. No, I want you to be in a spiritual space too where you understand what benefit and detriment is. Not good or evil. Because now, when you think that I'm going to be a good person, you're going to come into that expecting goodness. You're going to come into that expecting that I can't do anything that viol I will violate anything in you that is trying to maintain a fantasy. It don't look good. It don't. But now let's bring it back to how we're programmed for that. Since we were babies, we were told that this fantasy was real. Now, again, when you consider that it's called a fantasy, it's because religion is broken down into mythology, ritual, and allegory. We don't get beyond the mythology because we don't separate it from the fantasy that it is. If you knew the Pharaoh's name, the rest of the shit falls. I don't care what text you read. I don't give a fuck what language you read. Go back and look at the Pharaoh's name in Exodus and tell me what it is. I wasn't one of those people who, when it was time for me to wake up, I studied Instagram memes and I just got mad and walked away. This is why I can't go backwards. This is what I be trying to tell people when I say I can't go backwards. But this is also why I couldn't fathom why niggas couldn't, why niggas did. Because I'm basing it, oh, y'all really wasn't doing what I was doing like you said you was doing what I was doing. I ain't mad at you, though. I can't be mad at you. But you need to understand that you can't critique me and you can't condemn me and say and wait, oh, he's going to know that's none of that's going to happen to me because I don't live in a world of fantasy anymore. Imagine, imagine being so distinct. I know a person who was explaining hell to me. And it was like, yo, hell is hot. Hell's going to burn. So I simply asked a simple question. I said, if your physical body does not go to hell, if your physical body stays here and your soul leaves, how can you physically burn? And they stopped and looked like, what? I'm like, yeah, we know that these are just meat suits, right? That means that 
the meat suit is what generates the sense of smell. The the meat suit is what generates the senses of touch. The meat suit is what's going to be burnt. What will be what will feel that the soul won't feel that. It can't feel that. You feel what I'm saying? So when you say somebody's going to physically burn in hell, how? Who gave you that ideation? Somebody who was privy to setting motherfuckers on fire. Go figure. Who would that be? Who was the motherfucker setting people on fire? And then when you understand fire, you understand mm, the, the, the two greatest ways to die. I've never died before. And I'm not going to pretend like I did. But I would assume that the two greatest ways or the two harshest ways to die are through fire, through burning, and drowning. Because you feel like if you're going to kill me, like kill me quick, shoot me in the head, do something like. But when you got to physically burn and you got to drown. It's easy. It's 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 easy to invoke that pain in somebody because you're gonna feel it while you're dying. You feel me? And then it makes you wonder why are these listed as the ways in which our deities will kill us? You feel what I'm saying? Floods, fire. The first time it's like, yo, why are you drunk? Cause I want you to understand that if you don't follow these rules, you're going to suffer from the worst types of death. I want your fantasy and I want your imagination to hold the fact that you're going to suffer the worst kinds of deaths for the longest period of time. And the sad part about that is that in that moment, you start giving it to a baby who can't separate fantasy from reality. And you never give the adult the critical thought to separate the fantasy from reality. You feel what I'm saying? Which now translates to the people who left that shit and came into the spiritual component without separating fantasy from reality. So when they studied astrology, when they studied numerology, when they studied tarot, this is why, this is why I was saying, I was like, yo, y'all brought y'all demons over here. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be evil or hater or nothing like that, but you brought your demons over here, bro. How do I know? Because Whenever I would go, like when people would be telling me about the NATO charts and shit, oh my gosh, that's so me, but it's always the negative shit. It's always the negative shit. How do you only know the bad side about yourself? When I was in a religion, when I was heavily in a religious, heavily locked in, and I would talk to other religious people, we would talk about, we always knew what our ministry wasn't, but we never knew what our ministry was. We would talk about what people couldn't do and everything, but that's not my ministry. What is your ministry? God ain't revealed it to me yet. But he told you what it wasn't. How is it that you know everything bad about you? How you know everything that you aren't and none of what you are? What is it that you following and you, well, you are like, and for me, it's because I was so into it that I was able to see it. That it's like, I watch people that are like three times, well, I ain't three times my age, you gone. But <laughs> I watch people that are twice my age, like significant, like, I'm like, they're like, I'm still trying to find purpose. What? What do you mean you're still trying to find purpose? How? You still saying something's not your ministry? You still saying he ain't through with you yet? How? Wasn't that the point of doing all of this for all of this time? But the deeper part of it was, again, this is why I tell people, you got to understand why it was given to you. So now when those people came into the spiritual practice, because they all tell me the same shit. I've been where you've been. I know what you're going. No, you don't. You left the church. You put a book down. I dove into the motherfucker and understood it. We're not the same. We're not the same. That's why it'd be shocking them. They be, like, 
I've had a motherfucker like, because I understand it, they're come back now. The religious people that I talk to now, this is friend, family, and foe, their comeback is always the same. I've exceeded any, so I've learned because when you're in a religion, you have preset responses to certain levels of shit. Once those presets responses run out because this person or this this word or whatever it is has run out, you have one go-to after that. And that's even the devil knows the word. Say I'm lying. When you get to a point where you have exceeded any of the preset responses that they have because they can't separate fantasy from reality. What they end up with is you're shattering my my fantasy right now. But now I got something to, to keep it intact. Even the devil knows the word. So I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm literally telling them this shit like, yo, bro, we different. Like you believe in a shit. I understand that we totally different. Like, you feel me? So the person responds with, well, you can't understand them. No, nigga, you can't understand the mind of God. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care what your book told you because I know what it told me too. But I understand what the book was used for. That very reason, because if you can't understand the mind of God and you are creating the image and likeness of a God, then you can't understand your own mind, which means what? cycling back to the beginning of this episode. You're not going to use your genius correctly. You're just not. Because a God is the highest conceptualization of the mind. They're not telling you this shit because it got you stuck in the mythology, which keeps the fantasy alive separating you from the reality fucking up your imagination so now when you come into spirituality what is your imagination wired to so now the person that i'm engaging with that i'm talking to is saying you know scapegoat well even the devil knows the word i said well how you know you don't have the devil's rendition fuck them all up fuck them all up niggas be like yo why you got comebacks for everything cuz nigga i be understanding a lot of shit it ain't about having comebacks it's about speaking as i once was when you say certain shit to me, I used to say that shit. You feel me? Like when people say, what is it to gain the whole world and lose your whole soul? I say, well, what is it to gain the world and keep it? You can do both. I don't know why you feel like you can't. Because now you choose to pick a side. So then when you do gain the world because your mind is already programmed that you're going to lose your soul, you think you're going to lose your soul. This is why the devil want these niggas hate their own kind. Got to be the Illuminati for niggas shine. You hear me? Like, they look like... That's why so many black people are are viewed as demonic. Now, some of them did do what they do, but that's a whole different conversation. But the fact that we as black people have to look at our people when they become successful as demonic, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Like something is really wrong with that picture. How do you get to that point? Oh, no, because black people, we're not supposed to have wealth. We're not supposed to have riches. When we have riches, we're evil. Think about that. Kurt Franklin got a song that says, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Okay, nigga. And people wonder why they stay in poverty. You affirmed it. I mean, like, you literally affirmed it, and you embedded it within you, and you were tired of feeling to it. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold as long as I got Jesus. Now, as long as you got King Jesus, you don't need nobody else and nothing else. Now, you have women that, I don't need no man but Jesus, and they don't have a man except Jesus. Because you can't separate the different, the, the set, there's no separation between fantasy and reality. This is why I always tell people, and I always ask people, I'm going to get back into the, to the point with the spirituality side. But this is why I be asking people, when did you stop being a child? And now I'm learning that when did you stop separate, when, when, when did fantasy become reality for you? When did you, when were you able to make that distinction? 
Because we keep going and going and going. We wonder why our mental health is fucked up because we can't separate fantasy from reality. So we live in a fantastic world. We live in a realistic world that we view fantastically. Like nothing is real like for us. Like, you feel me? We hyperbolize so much shit and we don't actually understand what shit really is. And I'm using this on the most layman's terms with shit and all of this shit because I need motherfuckers to realize that, yo, you can't say, it's hard separating fantasy from reality when you think mythology is real. The truth is coming out, but it's when the truth comes out, they've already programmed you to view it as a fantasy. Right now, everybody keeps saying, yo, we in a spiritual war. We in a spiritual war and you're fighting with religion. You're gonna lose. To understand what it is to be in a spiritual war, spirituality means the breath, it means the balance. You're in a war, a balance. Detriment versus benefit, and you worried about good or evil. That's why you're not even in the fight. Because you can't separate the reality from the fantasy. The reality that's being played out around you, you're oblivious to. Y'all, we've been in the last days of the last days for 400 years. Now, if you read the Bible, it says one day for man, one day for God is a thousand years for man. So even if we are in the last days, we'll never get out of this shit. It's not possible. We are not. And then, so then another instance, when people say, I'm going to behave well, I'm a good person, I this, that, and the third, so they can get into heaven. Heaven got a population of 144,000 people, bro. Now you got to think, whoever wrote that, Never anticipated there's 8 billion people in the world at any given time. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? 8 billion people in the world at any given time. And you mean to tell me heaven got a population for 144,000? How many people have already died? How many good people have already died? Now, it's not even just about the good people. We really believe, yo, everybody that dies goes to heaven. No, they don't. By default, niggas is either going to be stuck in limbo or heaven got like some shit where ever so often one of the niggas got like you got to swap places in order for it to maintain a population of 144,000. Now, the question is, how do you know it has a population of 144,000? Because there's 12 tribes and there's only 12,000 slots for every tribe of Israel or tribe of Judah, however you're going to look at it. 12,000 times 12 is what? 144,000. This is one of the reasons why black people are so adamant about finding the fact that I have to belong in one of these tribes. I'm going to be in the number of the. My nigga. In America, where they say we're supposed to be the tribe of Judah, there's over a couple million black people. In America right now, right fucking now, alive, right fucking now. The tribe of Judah only got 12,000 spots. It's arrogant to believe that you're going to behave well enough. <laughs> behave well enough. Not step on no leaves, not cuss nobody out, not have to be worked on. That you're going to be in the 12,000. I'm going to be in the number. Because now, as a child, when you don't understand fantasy between reality, 144,000 is a lot. Now, I'm not saying that's when you got those numbers because, hell, you probably didn't know. But our culture, at the time when we couldn't read, they gave us the only book that we can read, which was that. And they told us that. You're going to be in a number. You can't fathom 144,000 if you can't even see beyond 100. 144,000 seems like a lot. But then when you put it in context, nigga, there's 8 billion people in the world. 
and only 144,000 can make it to heaven. King Leopold, that nigga killed over 20 million Africans. Heaven full and, and then some in the fantasy. In the reality, you could put that into context and say it's not possible. But in the fantasy, you say, I'm arrogant enough, but I'm going to be modest and humble enough and behave well enough in order to be in that number. This mentality is what was translated into the spiritual system when people came. Their delusion and their downfall came because they had not prepared for the reality that fantasy is not available over here. There is no fantasy over here. So now when you get into this fantasy of my ancestors do this, my ancestors do this, now we tie back into imagination. Now we tie back into the genius side of the shit. Your imagination and your nation of images, what is in that motherfucker when you came into your spiritual practice? This is why I mentioned, and I said it before, and I'm going to say it now, and I said it in this episode. You have to detox from your religious mentality before you practice spirituality. You have to detox, completely rid yourself, but you can't rid yourself of something you don't even understand fully. So you came in with a, a, a mentality of fantasy and you practice more fantasy. So I'm going to call on these ancestors. I'm going to call on these deities. I'm going to call on these things. What for? What for? Because even those are conceptualizations of the mind. All of the spiritual practices teach you this shit. Everybody's making them real people, real beings, real entities. Nigga, why? The true way in which you study this shit, when you really learn this shit, these are embodiments of you. So when you outside and you call in on shit outside of yourself, I don't know what the fuck you're bringing into your reality. I'm not even going to hold you. When people say shit like they astral projected and they seen certain things and, and shit like that, it's like they only saw, I'm like, you only saw demons because that's all that you know. Tying it back into when I was talking about the religious people and like myself included, everybody knows what their ministry isn't, but nobody knows what their ministry is. Everybody knows what they are not, but they don't know what they are. It's crazy how the very shit these motherfuckers are supposed to stay away from, they know the most about. How y'all know when demons is present, but you can't spot angels? Like, nigga, that, like, that's what the whole book was supposed to be teaching you. How to know? You never know when you entertain. They'll tell you, you never know when you're entertaining an angel. So you should always be kind. But at the same time, you can spot a demon like that. Nigga, how? Tell me how. Because it ties back into what a demon really is. It is the genius that is used negatively. I ain't gonna say negatively because I don't wanna use the good and evil because that's not what the space is. Your demons are your genius that is used detrimentally. Niggas say it all the time. I'm battling my demons. No, you're battling. This is why I say the collective of a deity is your consequences for your actions. When you battling demons and shit, nigga, you did some, these are the consequences for the shit that you did. The detrimental genius you put into this motherfucking world, this is the reverberation from it. So many people were out here doing stupid shit, trying to put spells on people. In order to put a spell on motherfucker, you have to understand the language. Which means you can't be ignorant to the shit that you speak. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody was doing angelic shit because nobody knows how to use their genius positively. Or use their genius for benefit. You know how to use it for the benefit of other people. So now when you ask, 
How do you sell your soul? They just think they really sold they sold the devil. You they think you can only sell your soul to devil when it comes to entertainment. No, nigga. You gonna go work on a job that's gonna get the benefit the, the most beneficial aspects of your genius. And it's gonna dilute that genius because you're gonna get repetitive and do the same shit and never build anything outside of that. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? One of the biggest realities of the fact that people had to go back to their religions or they try to say when they came into spirituality, they started seeing dark forces and shit like that and all of that shit was because of the fact that there's no scapegoats for accountability and responsibility over here. There's no more authority you have to listen to. It's autonomy you have to exhibit. We fucked up because a lot of people took their autonomy as being as reckless behavior. That's where these niggas was fucking up. Women just, oh, I'm in my hot girl summer. Oh, I'm embracing sexuality. I'm just going to fuck. No, you're doing detrimental shit with that. You're taking your creative energy and you're doing detrimental shit with it by having your hot girl summer, by embracing your sexuality the wrong way. There's other ways to do the shit. Same with the dudes, peace, queen, all of this shit. Like, it's still niggas in the church that do the exact same shit that the motherfucking hotel did, but y'all don't say shit about them. Because it's easy to scapegoat and say, at least the whole text was trying. But even them was coming from a perspective of not being able to separate fantasy from reality. Because there's a lot of fantasy that we have programmed within our imagination that we don't really acknowledge. Everything you watch on a TV, everything you watch on social media, everything you listen to, everything you hear, everything you program into your database is programming your imagination your imagination is not your fantasy and this is one of the reasons why it's hard in a spiritual space because we come into this space leading with our fantasy and our reality is still active your reality the realistic side of this shit is what sets the intentions when you don't spend time with the realistic shit and you don't filter out the fantasy from the realistic shit the realistic shit manifests so again, when I said people were like, I saw no, you brought your demons out of you. Nigga, they were they were in there. Your fantasy clouded your judgment. Cause you thought, oh, I'm still a good person. You niggas that keep saying shit like, yo, he know my heart. That should scare your motherfucking ass. Cause if he knows your heart and these are the things that you're doing, this is how you behave and this is who you really fucking are. I don't give a fuck. You can't just repent. You can't just say, I'm no. In order to like what people don't understand about repenting, the reason why. When you repent, you don't go back. It's because you understand and you accept the reality that it is and you change the mentality. The mentality changes. You don't just say, I repent. And he going, no, nigga, you're going to do it again. You know why? Because that's a part of your reality. Your fantasy creates this illusion that you're just some good person. You can go to church. You can go to the mosque. You can go whatever and you can perform well. But then you go home and you cut your family out. 
you and your family ain't got a good fucking relationship. You feel me? You're performative. And if you're performative, it's because you're living in that fantasy. That fantasy of I'm going to perform so that like, no, like that's that don't make no sense, bro. Now, when you try to translate that shit and bring it into spiritual practice, it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. It don't happen like that over here. There's no fantasy over here. If you think it's going to be fantasy over here, and if you don't, like I said, if you don't separate your fantasy from your reality, when you bring your fantasy to this motherfucker, your reality's still going to play out, even if you've nurtured, even if you've never nurtured it. So all of the negative shit that came about, that's how your reality really is. Now, your fantasy, your, your fantasy clouds your judgment because it boosts your ego. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Why the fuck do you keep manifesting bad shit then? Because no matter how good of a person you are, you live a detrimental life. Sit with that. That's something that me personally, I had to come to terms with with my transition from religion into this shit. You feel me? A lot of the shit that had to clean up was because I was a quote unquote good person doing detrimental shit. He know my heart. He know my heart. He know my heart. If, as long as I go to church, I'm good. But the Bible say the church is within, right? Within what? You, motherfucker. But you got to go to a physical building so you can create, you can add to your fantasy. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Then how the fuck does detrimental shit keep happening to you? There's an imbalance somewhere that you're not willing to acknowledge. But there's a balance that you can't escape once you give up the religion and you move into the spiritual practice. It's always there. But the sole fact that you practice religion, you ignore it. Because you're like, yo, this is just, you know, he ain't, may not come when he wants him, but he's always on time. Everything happens in mysterious ways. No, it don't. It don't. It don't. Nothing is a mystery. That's the best. Nothing happens in a mysterious way. And that's the sad part about all of this. And everybody knows nothing happens in a mysterious way. They just don't They don't want to reveal what happens because they have to reveal that they're, they're part in the shit. You feel me? That, that bad shit didn't happen to you for no reason. It's in you to happen. I have an episode on this where I'm talking about um, you're creating your death right now. The way in which you're going to die, you're creating it right now. By the decision that you make. Like there's people right now who I know they're eating a certain way. The way in which they're eating keeps them on certain medicines. And they keep living, God's going to get me off these medicines. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I can't get mad at it because I understand that you can't separate fantasy from reality. You think you can continue to, like, you've been programmed and wired to continually do. Your imagination tells you that you can continually do the same shit that is detrimental to you and receive a benefit from it. That's the sad part about all of this. Because they really believe that shit. I really believe that shit. The people that I was around really believe that shit. The same up, like, it's like, yo, we fucked up. Because again, when they transition from that into, y'all got to let it go. I happen to be fortunate enough to actually have understood the religion before I put it down. My choice to put it down was like, oh, that's why this is given to me. It won't know I'm mad at these niggas. No, I understood it front to back. That's what pisses motherfuckers off with me. Because they're waiting for me to, the God going to get you and shit like that. He already got me. He already got me and he ain't getting me no more because I understand why he was given to me. So when you talk about these people who never made that transition and they have to, like, you got to go back. And now you, you go back to where the fantasy is safe. 
ain't no fantasy, ain't no safe fantasy over here in the spiritual side. Your reality is revealed to you on a regular basis. And you be thinking this, oh, these are demons that are attacking me. My life is just getting worse. No, your life has always been like this. You're just not scapegoating no more. You're not hiding it. You're not quote unquote playing it safe anymore. Now you're actually doing being active. Now you have to clean up the reverberations of the shit from where you are. That has to play out too. But again, when you can't separate the fantasy from reality, you're going to come into this motherfucker and you're going to see a lot of fantasy. And it's going to be the dark fantasy because that's what your mind is already programmed to. Your religion doesn't teach you how to see good shit. It teaches you how to only see bad shit. This is how you have to, so you can avoid from being bad. In order for you to, quote unquote, be a good person, what you have to do is avoid everything bad. If you're avoiding everything bad, that's all that's in your mind. What is your imagination telling you? Again, everybody knows what they aren't, but nobody knows what they are. Everybody can tell you, oh, that's not my ministry. That's not my gift. Now, when you acknowledge what your ministry is and your gift, be humble. Nigga, for what? It's my shit. See how they got you? And this is what they brought into the spiritual practice. A preset notion, a preset mentality of inferiority, a preset mentality of only being able to observe dark forces. You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's crazy, but it's the fucking reality. And that's why so many people suffer their downfall when they try to practice spirituality. When I came into this motherfucker, I said, no, no, no. I've always been a scholar. Nigga, I got to understand. I got to understand. Teach me. Show me where to go. Like, show me the book. Like, oh, this was like one of the things, like, one reason when I was looking at, like, I was looking at voodoo, but not in the sense of practicing it. I was looking it up. And when I, like, I know who to study. I know how to study the real motherfuckers. I know how to study antithesis and the antithesis. And I got to find, you know, where the balance is. I've been good with this shit. Motherfuckers were selling. I remember this. <laughs> Motherfuckers were selling inductions into voodoo, bro, on um, from New York. On, on like, matter of fact, I think I might still be in a Facebook group, right? Because I was like, I had joined it. Let me tell you, I didn't join it so I can join voodoo, right? I joined it to learn. But these motherfuckers like, yo, for like $199, you can do the package and we'll get you right. They go, what? But then I studied somebody who actually practiced voodoo. Not, they won't sell in voodoo plates. <laughs> they was practicing Vodun. And as I'm learning, I'm not, this person was open enough to teach. The people that wasn't open enough to teach, oh, you're not getting all this. Like, nah, you can't practice this shit until you have what's called a batacion. So I'm looking like, what's a bit? You have to own land. And then it hit me. That's why they took our shit. Yo, because you understand that Vodun is the actual connection to nature. You have to have some ownership of the earth in order to manifest and to you have to have some ownership of the earth and you have to know that this ownership is yours in order to operate with the other elements earth is the root chakra it is the foundation of peace then you have on um, water then you have fire then you have um air you have to own earth you have to own a piece of earth in order to practice the higher levels of it how many of us ain't got no land? All of us. You know why? Because they stole our shit. When they came over to, and this is another reason why they had to give us the religion, because they have to give us a fantasy that we came from Africa. Sit with that. I know, it fucks shit up all the time. Nigga, we're from Africa. This, that, that, yeah, it's Africans from Africa, but nigga, 
Some of us weren't from Africa. And that's why a lot of us don't look like Africans and we don't understand that. And I don't mean it in the sense of separation because we're all you melanated people and we're all dominant genetics, but our genetics manifested on different land masses. So they convinced us you're African-American. No, nigga, we Negroes. Now, this is where the bridge comes in because so Hebrews to Negroes. No, nigga, that's the point. If you understand the metaphor, you get it. The Negroes are real. The Hebrews were the fantasy. That's the separation, my nigga. They're going to tell you the truth, but they're going to tell you the, the truth in a way that makes it fantastic. So while we out here, so now when you understand, well, if we Negroes then, what that mean? Was, okay, look, Negroes got the name Negroes from when the Spaniards came. This is how it ultimately came to being niggas. But Negroes got the name from Spanish because the Negro, Negros were the black men. Negras was the black women. Now, when you heard the country white boys say the shit, Negras, Negras, they were referring to the black women. But they didn't know that they were referring to black women because Negras, Negras is actually Negras. You feel what I'm saying? The Negro was actually the brown-skinned, black-skinned man that was here in fucking America. On this motherfucking land. Oh, we got to rewrite this shit. Fuck no. We're not going we're going to tell them they came from another place so they don't understand this land. When they can't understand this land, and even if they can understand this land, we're going to vilify them, call them witch doctors, we're going to call them all kind of shit. Cuz we want this fantasy to maintain. Now, you read a book called How to Turn a Negro into a Christian. If you have to create during the enslavement, you have to convert a Negro into a Christian. There's no way that a Negro can be a Hebrew. Sit with that. Like, sit with that. If during the enslavement, you have to convert a Negro into Christianity and Hebrews are found within the Christian context, how in the fuck is a Hebrew and a Negro the same? Unless there's a fantasy that has to be put in place for you to make them the same. And you have to create a fantasy that seems so real that they can't separate the distance between them. Because why? We're not going to allow you to read, but you're going to be out. We're going to allow you to read this book. Huh? Huh? That is what the fuck you have to carry into spirituality. That is what the fuck people carry into spirituality. And they still try to, oh, we this, then the third. Niggas went from, I said it in a gym session. Gods are back to niggas. Goddesses are back to bitches now. This is what the fuck up was. We went from always vilifying ourselves because they wanted us to, to ultimately seeing ourselves in a higher aspect. When you start to see yourself in a higher aspect, you exalt yourself. This is why they want you to be humble. The opposite of humility is exaltation. You exalt yourself to a point where you can use your genius correctly. We started using our geniuses correctly. Look at the little, the, the mass move that happened within 2000, between 16, 28, just before COVID hit. We were starting businesses. We was doing a lot of shit, getting into trading and investing. They shut that shit down. We thought the pandemic was for the world, nigga. It was for niggas, bro. It was for niggas. When when they caught flat, when Kyrie got, you know, when they, oh, we're the real Jews, we just down the third and hole. You can't be the real Jew. I ain't gonna talk about that because that can get my shit shut down because, you know, AI is scanning shit now. So I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna address that, but you kind of know where I'm going based off of this episode. So now, Moving this into the spiritual side. This is why a lot of y'all suffered your downfalls. This is why a lot of y'all had to go back so heavy into, oh, I got to go back. And, and you're still going through the same shit. But now you can go through the misery and the problems and shit with other motherfuckers who are still going through it. Y'all 
keeping your fantasies alive by putting up the, oh, I won't complain, I won't complain, I won't complain, as you complain. There's a song, a Christian, a, a gospel song that says, I won't complain, and it's a song about complaints. Nigga, you don't even know you complaining at this point. Because <laughs> that's your reality. That's your fucking reality. Nobody wants to acknowledge that part. The part that is the reality that is manifesting itself. I don't care what your fantasy is. Whatever you hope, whatever you believe in, there is no fantasy in spirituality. There's only reality. There's only reality. And there's reality and balance between detriment and benefit. Now, as long as you live in this fantasy, when you experience benefit, it's never you. It's never your own circumstances. Now, when people say, I didn't, I wasn't born, yes, you, like there was a situation. There was a circumstance in which decisions were made that led into the life that you were born into. Regardless, you feel what I'm saying? People live in a detrimental reality created more detriment. What do you think poverty is? You feel me? Now, when you convince motherfuckers that they born in a sin, nigga, I was born bad? I was born, my fantasy is already telling me that. I've been telling, we've been telling our baby since we was kids that, oh, you born in the sin, you gotta be covered by the blood. Nobody looks at that shit. If you actually took the time to study African spirituality for real, and you study African history, there was never a form of cannibalism in any of our histories. We didn't eat each other. We didn't eat people. You feel what I'm saying? We didn't eat people. However, when you, don't, when you are in a culture, now this is when it's hard to separate fantasy from reality. When you are developed in a culture that eats people, how do you develop a rich, when you're developing in a culture that doesn't eat people, how do you have a ritual that eats people and drinks their blood? Yes, nigga, communion is vampiric. I don't give a fuck what nobody say, but niggas don't think it's vampiric. You know why? Because the motherfucking vampires are the ones that gave it to you. So when people be telling me shit like, uh, how do you know that when they tell me even the devil knows the word now when I ask them how you know you don't know the devil's rendition if your people if you know that cannibalism is wrong if your people don't have a history of cannibalism how in the fuck are you following the religious doctrine the doctrine that controls the highest conceptual of your mind conceptualization of your mind with the greatest ritual in that motherfucker to eat people well we're not really eating people we're eating crackers and drinking wine the symbolism is to eat the flesh and drink the blood. Nigga, that's demonic. <laughs> that's demonic as fuck. But it's permissible demonism. That's the demonism that you fuck with. That's what you fuck with. Because the God of your enemy is your devil. And when you serve the same God as your enemy, you are worshiping your devil. But when I say that shit, Motherfuckers look like look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm not. I'm well. I might be crazy compared to the normalcy of what I'm crazy compared to the normalcy of fantasy. I'm not insane though. You feel what I'm saying? Like really, can like sit with that. I probably pissed you off if you 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 never thought about it like that. Wait a minute. We didn't have histories of cannibalism, and yet our number one ritual is to eat the flesh and drink the blood. Where the fuck did that come from, nigga? That's European shit. That's Roman shit. Eating the heart of your enemies and shit like that. We didn't do no shit like that. We never ate each other. We never ate people. But yet, when you watch your cartoons, you'll see that shit. You'll see the imagery 
and the imagination being programmed to believe that black people did that. So for me personally, there's little shit like that. Say, well, the Bible say he had hair burnt bronze and skin on wool and all of this shit like that. Ah, yeah, you can call it what you want. You can call it what you want. Doesn't change the reality of there's information in there given to maintain a fantasy. To hide the reality that this ain't your shit. So again, if ain't no history of niggas eating niggas or eating nobody, how the fuck do we get to a point where we're practicing a a ritual every fourth Sunday where we're eating symbolically the flesh and drinking the blood of a person? That's crazy. That's crazy. But shit like that, that inability to understand that separation between fantasy reality is what brought motherfuckers into spirituality because they were upset. They never understood what the fuck they were leaving. That's why I said, make sure you detox. Make sure you understand your full religion before you walk away from the shit. That's why understanding is four levels. Belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. If those are the four highest conceptualizations of your mind and your mind holds your imagination, how much inform- what do you have to do with the information? What do you think you really have to do with your nation of images? We don't do that shit no more because we don't know how to do the shit. So now when we're given the opportunity with spirituality to come into spirituality and actually practice the balance to understand our full mind, get to a point of understanding and using our, inf- our imagination, and using our under, our imagination in the context of knowing that the demon demon side is our uh, genius used for detriment, knowing that our angel our angelic side is our genius used for benefit. Why in the fuck can we use our genius for anybody's benefit but theirs? All of our oppressors. I don't give a fuck. Whatever religion you follow, your oppressor is attached to that. As black people, melanated people, as anybody. Whatever religion you follow, your oppressor gave it to you. Why? Why is your genius, the angelic side of your genius, is crazy as fuck? And this is going to break my heart to say, how is the angelic side of your genius used for the benefit of your enemy, but your demonic side of your genius is used for the detriment of your own people? And you justify it. You justify it. Fuck them niggas. Them niggas ain't shit. Fuck them bitches. Them bitches ain't shit. Oh, you can't say that because white people around. White people around. Stop talking like that. It's crazy, bro. This is what I talked about. I got an episode on this too, the chosen people. Which one are you? There's two chosen people in the Bible. Why the fuck did black people choose to be the ones that were always enslaved? There's literally the chosen people that God delivered all of his enemies to their hand. I'm putting to the sword, and you make sure you put to the sword all men, women, children. Why the fuck are we not those chosen people? Because the fantasy didn't tell you to be that. And not knowing the reality won't allow you to choose. Because now you realize, I got to go to heaven. Fuck making heaven on earth, nigga. That's what they're doing. I got to live. And so I'm going to use my angelic genius for their benefit. And I'm going to use my demonic genius for the detriment of myself and my people. And we don't even know that's what the fuck we doing. Now, when you came into the spirituality practice, you never had time to practice that. You never had time to separate the fantasy. So now when you came into this motherfucker, now you was, oh, it was cool when it first started. When you, when you, it was cool when it first started, when you didn't have to be accountable, when it was all, everybody was doing the same shit. 
you're not doing the same shit spiritually, bro. Everybody has their own individual task to do. Now you have people that you align with along your task, but you got your own mission to do. And you have to understand that you have both angelic energy and demonic energy to help get you through this motherfucker. You have both benefit and detriment that is required of you to get through this motherfucker. But if you only gonna focus on being good or evil, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. Cause I like, yo, it don't matter. Being good don't matter because when you are trying to be good, all you can attract is evil. They didn't teach you that mind fuck part, but you stuck on a fantasy. Because we can't separate fantasy from reality because that's not what religion is designed to do. It's built off of mythology, bro. Go back and sit with it and read it. Ask yourself why there's no timestamps, why there's no dates, why there's no years, why none of this shit makes sense. How come when all of the kings that were buried in it, like David, Solomon, uh, Noah, uh, Abraham, all of them, how come, where are these tombs that they were buried in? They're finding Egyptians every fucking week. They're finding Aztecs, Omitians, Mayans, and Incans every fucking week. You mean to tell me they ain't find David, Saul, Paul, none of these niggas. They were buried with the tombs of their forefathers and nobody knows where the fuck they are. Because again, I've even seen this shit in the actual debate between motherfuckers. Niggas said that's because the most high is is hiding them. Nigga, you really just said that shit? (laughs) Again, you can't separate fantasy from reality. Am I denying that there is a most high? No. Mm, I understand the source. The source ain't got his hand on none of the shit that we do. It's like, nigga, y'all are an extension to me. Y'all are cut from a cloth that I needed y'all to manifest that so I can experience this motherfucking world. You on your own. I already gave you everything you needed when I made you in the image and likeness of me. The fuck? The fuck? Like, what are you behaving for? What are you not doing your mission for? What are you not doing what the fuck you're here for? Because another mother, a mother, <laughs> a motherfucker who can't read told you what the fuck I wrote and told him. Think about this shit, bro. Like, you gotta sit, sometimes you gotta sit and ask these questions. What language does your deity speak, bro? <laughs> Understand what language you speak, how you speak that language, then ask yourself what language your deity speak, bro. <laughs> if you don't know what deity language your deity speak, how the fuck your deity be talking to you? Talk to you and yo, well, no, he can speak like you see the fantasy. People would say shit like, yo, he speaks all languages. Nigga, how? If it speaks all languages, why is the, his most important shit written in the language that you don't even understand? You fluently speak a language you don't understand, I don't get that. This is why when I start talking about etymology, motherfuckers get frustrated like this nigga think he a know-it-all. No, nigga, I'm trying to understand the language I speak, bro. Fuck the bullshit. I don't give a fuck about using big words no more. I don't give a fuck about having an impressive vocabulary despite the fact that I do. I understand the language that was given to me. I understand the power of this motherfucker. They always talk about this power of life and death in the tongue. Let me, let me, I'm going to address that too. This goes into the reality that I'm talking about. This power of life and death in the tongue. But all you create is benefit, detrimental shit. I don't give a fuck about how much you say in a moment. Um, Today's going to be a good day or this, that, and the third. What is your lexicon like on a regular basis? Because that's what's going to shift your detriment. That's what your genius is fueled through. If all you know is detrimental words, that's the only power you have in your tongue. Sit with that. On a collective, on a collective 
we speak detrimental shit and don't get it. I just listen to music for the beat. You listen and digest detrimental shit. It sound good. It sound beautiful, but it's detrimental shit. Listen to your playlist. I bet you got more trap music than anything. Listen to the music that we listen to on a regular basis. All of our music basis, all of our music is violent, it's sexual, and it's religious. All three things that we're clearly seeing destroying our people. You feel me? Violence because of the self-hatred, the demonization, because again, when we're looking at what we are ex what we have accepted as fantasy versus reality. You feel what I'm saying? We're following the very doctrine, doctrines of our oppressors. The God of your enemy is your devil. Everything that we do, our music is representative of that. Our reflections and imagery are representative of that. When it comes to the genres of music that we run right now, we have rap music, we have R&B, and we have gospel. And there's no, and collectively, the condition of black people is not being better. Why is that? Because they help feed the fantasy. Everybody want to be a drug dealer and a dope bill and a dope boy. Everybody want to be a good fuck and a good fucker and get fucked and shit like that. Everybody want to do that. Everybody want to get into heaven. Everybody wants to program themselves according to whatever fantasy it is that makes sure that they're quote unquote good people. As opposed to actually doing shit for benefit of the world. You feel what I'm saying? TDJ's coming out and everybody's still saying like, and the sad part about it is the cycle repeats because you can only uphold the fantasy for so long before the actual reality kicks in and the detriment shows. You see what I'm saying? Now everybody's saying, well, you know, it's the, you know, it's the last days of the last days because all of these false prophets are being revealed and shit like that. My nigga. My nigga. This shit becomes difficult and becomes frustrating because, like I said, this mentality is what was brought into spirituality. This is the mentality that people keep saying is, you know, oh, there's nothing but evil and shit like that. Now, go back to where it's safe. Go back to a fantasy and still live the same world. Now you can just go to church. You can do certain shit. Now, you know, oh, I meditate. You just that. Yeah, I do meditate. I meditate for the clarity of understanding what the fuck is beneficial and detrimental for me. The fuck? There's no scapegoats for me anymore. Anybody, any, any of us that have actually understood spirituality and actually walked into it the right way and we've gone through, you know, Tree of Life, Uncovering Your Chakras, uh, 12 Laws of the Universe. When we actually broke these things down, the numerology, the esoteric sciences and shit like that, we know what the fuck we're talking about. This is why it's the other motherfuckers who don't, who end up, I got to watch a tarot reading. Do you know how to read tarot? Nope. Nigga, I, I had conversations with people and they'd be like, I'll say some shit. They'd be like, yo, that resonates. Do you know what I said? No, but it resonates. Now, how the fuck it resonates if you don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about? You believe me. I feed your fantasy. You believe me. That's why you quote unquote resonate with me. You don't. That's why the moment I start pissing you off, the moment I get, you know, you start to realize it ain't no fantasy no more. That's when all of a sudden it's, oh, there's a nigga different. Mm -mm, I'm still the same motherfucker. I'm still, I just don't feed into your fantasy. You feel me? Why can't you just agree with me? There's nothing to agree with. There's nothing to agree with. And I'm learning. That's one of the biggest reasons why my, my relationship should be fucking up. And that's why I be saying, 
And I don't, they don't be fucking up. Let me not say it like that. That's one of the biggest reasons that I have issues with when it comes to re- relationships with women in regards to whether it be them being religious or them trying to transition into spirituality from the religious perspective. You still live in a fantasy and don't know it. And the sad part is because I don't, I don't have the luxury, nor do I care or the compassion to give a fuck about your fantasy. And I know people, you should be patient. You should be that. No, no, no. If you want to build a life with me, you're going to have to get out that fantasy shit. But they come into this reality of the fantasy of the ego is I'm a good person. So when I come into spirituality, no, it's going to be good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's going to get real. There's no more fantasy. The shit that you had to go through, the shit that you that got you to bring, the shit that led you up to the point of wanting to walk into this motherfucker, that sh- a lot of those illusions are going to be shattered. So now, when I talk about human design, when I talk about uh, tarot, when I talk about numerology, when I talk about astrology, when I talk about these things, understand I've always talked about them and I spoke about them from the perspective of realistically understanding them. I don't believe in none of this shit. I've been telling y'all that for years. There's nothing that I believe in because I understand what's in my mind. So now when we understand the side of it where you're looking at spirituality from the, oh, astrology and this, that, and the third, and you have the fire signs, water signs, earth signs, but then you look at the religion and you know Yahweh, the name God means air, fire, those four letters, yad heh vav means air, fire, water, and earth. <gasps> oh, yeah, nigga, it's an allegory. They ain't told your goofy ass. Why? Because you believe in the fantasy. The fantasy is where the money at. The fantasy is where the oppression is. The fantasy is where where the, the fantasy is where the devil's at. The devil's in the details. You feel me? These motherfuckers feed your fantasy every fucking day. They dictate your imagination and all the shit. So even if you decide to step out into reality, you can't. Because it becomes scary for you. Because when rea- in fantasy, you have good versus evil. In reality, you have benefit versus detriment. And they can the lines can blur. And this is what I'm saying, because I'm watching people speak to me as if what you're doing is detrimental, then how the fuck I keep benefiting from it? Because I don't know what I don't know how you use the tool. I don't know if you understood the tool to begin with. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't my fault you took a hammer and started banging on a screw. That ain't got shit to do with me. I saw the screw, got a screwdriver, understood the depths of a screwdriver and a screw. You feel me? But reality is hard to deal with. That's why fantasy is so easy to live. Nobody wants to address that. Nobody wants to address that. But everybody wants to attack it because their ego was involved in this. I couldn't do this. So I don't know why you can. Because you couldn't. But it's deeper than that. You didn't learn what the fuck you were walking away from first. You try to bring what you were walking away from into something new. And you won't even get in that shit. So now when you tell a motherfucker shit like, when you tell a motherfucker about the story of Heru, they be like, oh, that's just like Jesus. Nigga, why the fuck are all of these stories the same? Because of the principle of what it's trying to get you. This fantasy is trying to lead you to a reality that you can understand without having to experience the reality first. That's how life works. Life works through experience. You don't reach understanding until you have experience. You don't gain experience until you go through some shit. The mythology that you understand is the way in which it is designed to get you to the experience without having to experience the shit. You feel me? 
Story of David. It, it, it prepared you for preparation. Niggas didn't get it. Niggas think they can literally just go out and, and fight a big-ass giant. David went and fought Goliath. This nigga used to kill bears with a slingshot. Did you not read that part? Like, how'd you miss that part? When David pulled up to the battle, he said, oh, I'm good. I'm good. They're like, what you mean you good? He said, y'all y'all don't understand. I've been killing bears and lions for years, bro, who are trying to kill the sheep. This is a human that's nine feet. I don't give a fuck about this nigga, bro. You feel me? Everybody talks about Noah building. Nigga, Noah built the ark. He had to put the wood together. Nobody talks about the shit in between time. This mythology, is, the mythology is designed to show you, yo, you got to do some shit, but here's a, pre a precursor to do it. So you're not doing it and then having to make the lesson in hindsight. Everybody keeps talking about, you know, well, the universe will give you the lesson first and then the test after, the test first and then the lesson after. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It gave you the, the, the lessons a long time ago. But you made a fantasy out of these motherfuckers and couldn't see the reality. So now when the actual test showed up, you weren't prepared. Whose fault is that? Yours. It's yours. But you can't be accountable for that shit because it's a busy devil. So now, you translate that into your real world and you try to come into the spiritual side. And now you think everything the spirituality based is demonic and dark. And I guess it is in a way when you consider... It's genius. It's all in how you're going to use your genius. If you constantly use your genius to be detrimental to yourself and to your people and to your world, nigga, that's all this fuck is going to manifest itself. It don't matter whether you a Christian, a Muslim, uh, uh, whether you serve God, Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, Yahshua, it don't matter. If you are using your genius detrimentally towards yourself, your reality is going to be hell. It's that simple. Now, you've been convinced to use your angelic genius for the benefit of the world and not yourself. That's your fault. That's your fault. You know why? Because you have the opportunity, you have the free will to learn how to do it for real. But what do you do with your free will? Believe in the motherfucking fantasy. And you can't believe in the fantasy when you practice spirituality, homie. You just can't. Because there is no fantasy here. There is no fantasy. There's only the manifested reality that is within you. So if you are living this life and all of this shit is what's transpiring within you, you have to understand your genius is used detrimentally against you. So it don't matter what plane you switch to. It doesn't matter if you go back to the religion. It doesn't like you're going to go through it. Now you have the people. I'm watching the people that left, went on to the spirituality. Now they're going back into their religion. They're like, uh, God is punishing me because I left. No, nigga, you punishing yourself because you think the fantasy is what it is. And now you're manifesting this reality because you punished yourself. Because now, oh, I left the religion, so God is punishing me now. No, 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 no. Your mind is punishing you because your fantasy told you already that you were going to be punished if you left this reality. And so guess what you're doing to yourself? Creating a world that is punishing you. Everything that your genius is tied to now is being fueled and enhancing your imagination. Your imagination is fueled off of negative shit now. That's why that shit manifests itself in real time. So for the people that I have talked to, the people that, you know, say whatever to me, you feel me? They're like, yo, how these, cause I'm not using my genius in a demonic way, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much profanity I put in my profundity. I don't give a fuck how much shit I talk. I'm not doing anything detrimental in this world. 
And that's what's giving me right. That's what's keeping me straight. Like y'all, y'all be looking at like, yo, is the devil is like, no, the, the devil has nothing to do with this here. There is no devils. There are no gods. There's none of that shit in my space because I understood the, I understand the highest form of the source, bro. Gods and devils exist in Bibles. Gods and devils are characters in books that are designed for gods and devils are characters of mythology designed to teach you about the full balance of yourself. It's that simple. I can prove this on a multitude of levels. It don't like that. There's a multitude of levels that I can prove this on. This is why shit don't bother me no more. I just be looking at smart motherfuckers who think they smart, but they ain't smart. They be like, yo, you go, I'm not coming back. Like I have no reason to. You left for the wrong reasons. I left for the right ones. And that's why I'm able to still thrive and still keep moving. Everything I realize is about my decisions, whether my and how I how well I can use my genius. Tying this back to, you know, studying Emotep, him being a multi-genius, it's oh, you just angelically use your genius in whatever capacity you use to be beneficial. So you became a great a physician. You became a great astronomer. You became a great architect. And these things are completely unrelated. I ain't gonna hold you. I decided to do the same shit. And now I'm kind of addicted to it. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like, I realized when I learned how to use my genius for benefit, this shit is, is, is lit. That's where your blessings come from. It's not melodies that rain down on heaven and come down on some accidental shit. No, when you constantly use your, your genius in an angel, angelic way, it benefits people and you receive benefit from it. It's the law of compensation. It's the law of cause and effect. One of the 12 laws in the universe. People be looking at the law of attraction just because I want some shit. If you want some shit from a from if you want some shit from a detrimental mentality, guess what you're gonna get? Nothing. If you want something good from a detrimental mentality, you're gonna get nothing. Law of attraction. Why do I keep because you're already wired? Your imagination is wired for you to be detrimental to yourself and to your world. That's why you keep getting bullshit. Now, on the other side of that, well, if I'm trying to do the reason why I'm not getting angelic shit is because, because you have not involved yourself or surrounded yourself and being able to observe the shit that is also in angelic energy because it's not the same shit. People using the angelic side of their energy, their angelic side, they're not attracted to you if you were already programmed to be attracted to the detrimental side of life. I had to learn this shit the hard way. You feel me? You motherfuckers want to come into spirituality and shit and learn how to use that good side and tap into the good side. And you wonder why you can't find nobody that's equally on you because you're not you're you want the detrimental motherfucker. I don't want I learned. I don't want that no more. The bad bitches, I don't need them like bad bitches are still detrimental in mentality. They use their genius in a detrimental way. It's there, bro. It's there. Now, like I said, the problem is because when they leave religion and they come into spirituality, what happened? This is not just the bad bitches. This is the real niggas, too. When they leave their religion and come into spirituality, they leave their religion still with the same mentality that they had that led them to the detrimental energy. The sole fact that you feel like you need a religion means that you already tapping into the demonic side of your genius. Like, sit with that. Like that's the paradox right there. And that's the that's where I think I want to take this and try to wrap this up. When you are using the demonic side of your energy, you are intentionally going, like, that's why you need a religion. They're already programming you that you're a born sinner. They're already programming you that you're going to use your 
They program you to believe that you're going to use the demonic side of your genius, which in turn is why you need salvation and you need the religion to begin with. So if you already believe that, it doesn't matter where you go because you bring that same mentality into spirituality. You bring that same mentality into these other aspects. Until you can tap in and truly understand what demons are and you understand what angels are, then you understand how they are functions of your genius and you use that. The way in which you are you are kept from using your angelic genius is because one, they tell you you don't have the capacity, you don't have the capacity to change the world or be anything good in the world. But then they also tell you that you have to be humble. You can't actually feel good about being beneficial. So by default, you're going to, as that born sinner, walk into sin and find a way out of salvation. And that's how the religion sticks. That's how the fantasy is held. And that's how the people that left religion that came into spirituality got so fucked up because they didn't know any of that shit. And don't forget to check out Palakafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Cafe clothing? All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go and edit there. Like, hey, this was another one that, yo, I can tell that I'm in a very good space right now because the way in which these podcast episodes are coming out, I don't know if y'all are privy to how deep these are coming out, but like, I'm tapping into something totally different again. And it's time again, bro. Like, this is what it is. But I wanted to address this one because I get tired of having a conversation with people who are like, yo, People be talking about spiritual warfare, but don't even talk about it right way. And people be, you know, it's funny. It's funny. It's disappointing, but it's like it's still upsetting. But it's funny when I hear people talk about how spirituality plays itself out. And people because see people are trying to understand spirituality from the from the religious programming that they have. It'll never work. That's why you're going crazy. That's why you're losing your shit, because the two things don't go together. You're trying to understand something that gives you the choice to either be beneficial or detrimental in the world through the lens of something that programs you to be good because you already born bad. Like you'll never understand, especially if you've been doing it for so long. Like you feel me? I was, you know, I was raised in the church. I was raised in the church too. studied the religion for seven whole years. I read the Bible for three years. I read the Bible three times. Actually, I read the Bible three times, studied the whole religion itself for seven years straight when I locked in. And then, you know, I went on to other shit, like, you know, the actual antithesis and started breaking down other shit. So it's like, I had a luxury of being able to know that that's what I was supposed to do before I made a decision to walk away from it. A lot of people did, and they just said, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm, I stay in my genius energy. I say, I stay in my, my, I stay in my genius energy, but I stay on the negative side of my genius energy. So all this battling, all I'm battling is demons. All that's around me is dark forces. All that's around me is negative shit because you've already said that you're Jews are born center. This is the only way you know how to use your genius. Yeah. Like, nigga, they get you from the baby. You don't even know that it's happening because it's so real. 
You feel me? And this is why you only feel safe when you went in church. This is why you only feel peace when you go to church. This is why you only feel peace when you go to the mosque. This is why you only feel peace when you're doing this, these things. Because my genius now, because what is programmed to, these other six days, I'm going to go wild out. I'm going to go wild out. But I can always come back to church to erase it. I can always come back to church to erase it as opposed to just using my angelic energy for benefit and stop doing the bullshit. I don't even think that's a possible. I don't even think that's possible. Because I was already taught I was a born sinner. We don't even know that there's the opposite thing to be being born something else. You feel me? I used to I used to have a friend. She cut me off a long time ago. Cause I told her she had to pay me to, to dump on me again. Like, hold on, let me rephrase that. I had to pay her, she had to pay me and she wanted to talk and just emotionally dump on me. Let me say it like that. <laughs> we in 2024. You feel me? Like motherfuckers wow. But when she hit me up, she said, yo, a lot's going on. I just want to talk. I said, yo, you got to pay me. Yo. I do chatting with scene sessions now. We haven't talked in years. And all of a sudden, you just want to hit me up now. Oh, that's you're not a friend. You just then, all right, well, call it what you want, whatever the case may be. But at the time when I met her, she said, you an angel? I was like, no, nah, I'm not an angel. I'm a human just like everybody else. Every A lot of people that I meet, they ask me if I'm an angel. They ask me if, you know, like, yo, you just not know. Nigga, I don't, I don't. I no longer hold on to the ideation that I'm a born sinner, for one. For two, I understand my genius. I always have, in a way, understood my genius, and I've always used it for benefit. That's what makes you angelic. Like, when people be like, yo, the angels are walking among us and shit, like, that's, nigga, that's the angels. Those are the angels. You feel me? Those are the angels. They give you the examples of what the angels are in the, in the, in the context so you can understand them from the positive perspective. So you can understand them in a way in which when you see them in the world, when you see somebody in the world using their genius for benefit, that's an angel. It ain't hard, my nigga. When you see somebody in the world using their genius for detriment, that's a demon. You niggas pride yourselves on being on demon time. I don't. I don't. I don't. I like being, I like being beneficial to the world. I like being this way. Like, you feel me? And it has its perks. You know what the perks are? Blessings. Now, here's the thing about blessings. People be thinking when they use, they'll use their genius, they'll have a moment where God told me to do this to you. Your genius told you to be a good human fucking being. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Your genius just decided to tap in and say, hey, be kind today. And so you were kind because on a regular basis, you fucked up and don't even know it. You feel me? I hear people say all the time, like, what, what are some things you would do if you couldn't go to jail? That shows where you at. I don't even think about going to jail. Like, I don't think about no shit like that, bro. I don't think about the things that I that would send me to jail. Are they there? Of course they are, because I understand my genius. But I understand that when I need it, this thing, I don't need to be detrimental right now. I need to be beneficial. So it's like blessings don't stop. Like you, and the sad part about it is you live a neutral life when you want to be good. You want good results for, you want to be good for the sake of being good, but you still do detrimental shit. Tying it back to the people who, I want to get off my medicine, but I don't want to stop doing the shit that put me on my medicine. Nigga, that's demonic energy. That's using your genius for detriment. You feel what I'm saying? Now you have on the other side of that, the people who like, yo, you just keep doing good no matter what it is. Like they say the good die young and grimy niggas live a long time. Hey, sometimes the grimy niggas do shit for benefit. 
until it becomes for detriment. That's when the story ends. You feel me? That's when the story ends. But nobody prepares for that shit. So the, to the point, the homegirl, she was saying, like, she's like, are you an angel? Like, are you? No. No. And I'm just a person who uses his genius from the angelic perspective. I use it for the benefit. Like, I understand that some people don't have the luxury or the time to actually read some of the books that I have. Like, I don't, I don't, I, and I know a lot of people don't read the context and the information that I have, not because they can't. They don't have the time, my nigga. Like, they don't have the time to study the shit that I have. So I tell them, I break it down, like, I'm rewarded for it. I'm rewarded for it. It's not like that's what a, that's what a blessing is. Blessings aren't something you have to pray for. You create them. The universe is the law of compensation. It is one of the 12 laws of the universe. You will be rewarded for what you do. You reap what you sow. I choose to reap from the perspective of, hey, I'm using this genius. Now, if you come into your spiritual practice and you only have your, if you come into the spiritual practice thinking that it's just to be a born sinner and figure out a way to maneuver through sin. No, nigga, that's not going to work because you're going to do nothing but make benefit, but make detriment run rampant in your life. And that's what happened to a lot of these niggas. I'm going to read tarot. I'm going to make a YouTube video. I'm going to do astrology and all that shit. And you're going to see, cuz, nigga, the demons were already there. Now they just consumed you because there was no fantasy anymore. There was no fantasy. And the reality of the fact that, oh, these are dark forces that, no, these are yours. These are yours. You let these in a long time ago. You operate with them on a regular basis. Now you don't have the fantasy to suppress them anymore. You don't have the fantasy to say, oh, this ain't me. This ain't, no, nigga, this all you. It's been you the whole time. It's been you the whole time. So don't come in here and try to scapegoat it and throw it off as, oh, these are things that are this, that. No, nigga, that's you. You brought you and your demons into this shit, and they, there was no leash anymore. Because you didn't think to bring your angels with you. You didn't think to bring your angels with you, homie. And what are your angels other than the genius of your mind? Using your imagination for positive shit. Not even positive. Using your imagination for beneficial shit. Because I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Most of the shit that's beneficial to black people is detrimental. Most of the shit that's benefit that black people are doing to benefit other black people is detrimental to white supremacy. And white supremacy is what runs the world. So, of course, it's going to look like you're doing evil shit. Like, for real. Like, it's, it's, it's legit going to be like that. Now, when you have an education system that already programs you into white supremacy to think like the culture that you have to assimilate into, nigga, you're going to really think everybody's demonic when they're actually trying to be pro-black. Oh, you're militarized. You're just standing there. No, nigga, this is for benefit. Me giving a tree of life, me breaking down that information and shit, that shit, it's, it's, this is why J. Edgar Hoover feared the rise of a black messiah. It ain't no savior. It ain't a person that's going to come and say, it's, gonna, it's the motherfucker who has reached the pinnacle of their mind and is able to use that mind for through the angelic genius to benefit its people. Of course, that's going to come off as detrimental to a society that's designed to oppress its people. Nigga, the fuck? Like, oh no, nigga, we know we want y'all to be detrimental to each other, not beneficial to each other. So when you're beneficial to your people, you are detrimental to us because the God of your enemy is your devil. It's that simple, yo. It's literally that simple. I don't I, like there's like you can't you can't argue with me. We can go the distance if you want to debate it, but there's no way around that shit. But this is what we have to deal with. You feel me? 
This is why I be like, yo, if a white person said it, you believe it. Duh, nigga, because that's who they view as the angels. That's who they view as the angelic genius. We be thinking because you paint Jesus black and you motherfucking know. As long as you, in your mind, feel, feel that as the born sinner, as your people, you're the side who has the demonic genius. Because you don't even know that it's genius that you're using, but you're the side who's going to be detrimental to itself, to the world. And you view them as, th that's why they give you the hero complex. They give you all of these different programmings and imageries to make sure you view them through the angelic lens. So you see the genius, oh, everything they do is beneficial. So as long as they do detrimental shit and you already perceived it to be beneficial, you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. This is why propaganda imagery, all of that shit is so important. See, y'all be thinking, see, y'all be thinking spiritual warfare is going to be <laughs> the sky cracking, Trump is blowing, nigga. No, it's whooping your ass right fucking now. The spiritual warfare right now is angelic genius being gone and demonic genius being present. Benefit versus detriment. You ever wonder why the world just can't get better, nigga? <laughs> the demons is running the shit, bro. <laughs> The genius that is designed for the design for detriment is running this shit right now. And the genius that is designed for benefit is scared to move. Because they got you believing that, oh, I can't fight this. I can't fight this. Something bigger than me has to. Yes, nigga, something bigger than you has to be able to step into this so you don't even think that you can do it. We don't even think like the, we call them the forces that be. We don't even see them as humans no more. Like the forces that be that are using their demonic genius to be detrimental. We don't even see these niggas as human, regular people no more. <laughs> it's like, yo, we can't stop them. They're not humans like us. They are. They have. They don't have individual brains. They're just some conglomerate, some shit. Because we had the fantasy behind. We don't look at yo. That's a fucking human choosing to use their genius for detriment. I'm a human who can use my genius for benefit. Yeah, I gotta break a system. Yeah, I gotta fight a system. Yeah, I gotta learn these different things. But I can do it. Why can't I? Why can't I? Because I've already been defeated when I was a kid. I've already been told I was a born sinner and my genius is designed to do bad shit. You can't help it. Like literally, you can't help it unless you get covered by the blood. <laughs> Check and checkmate. They got niggas forever. Forever. So again, you come into spirituality with that mentality, you're going to break yourself down. Because you didn't fathom the work that it's going to take in as well to be a good person, to be a beneficial person, not just a good person, to be a beneficial person to the world. That's what spirituality is designed to lead you to. Are you a beneficial or a detrimental person to the world? Some of you motherfuckers are good people and you're detrimental to the world. There's a lot of people, high value men, the, the good women, that are like a lot of these motherfuckers are detrimental people who, who behave well. The fuck? And they be, that's why they be looking at me like I'm crazy because it's like, yo, you're a beneficial person who doesn't behave. I don't have to behave, bitch. I'm beneficial, bitch. I give to the world, nigga. I give right to the world. I've helped change lives. I've helped maneuver shit in a better way. Like, you, I'm going to be blessed regardless of how much you think I'm supposed to be cursed because you're understanding me from your algorithm. I ain't in the algorithm no more, homie. And I embrace the algorithm I'm in. The problem is you came into this motherfucking world with your own algorithm plug in and you didn't want to take the accountability and walk into the other side. You thought you could still behave. Mm -mm. Now you're an adult. Now you have to be beneficial. It ain't just about being good. You, have, you can't perform well. You have to be good. 
which means you have to take your angelic genius and use it correctly. A lot of us haven't sent the time, spent the time with our angelic genius enough to be able to use it. And that's why spirituality has a downfall. That's the dark side of spirituality. That's the side that people don't want to talk about. And this is paradoxical because it's like the dark side of spirituality is the fact that you won't use your beneficial side. <laughs> and it gets worse because you don't realize that that's, what the, that's the side you have never used before in your life. Because you think being good is beneficial. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Being beneficial is being, being beneficial. How the fuck does that translate into the world for you? How do you give back to the world? Because now you can't be beneficial the same way. This shit ain't cookie cutter. You're not going to be able to deliver masculinity the way I deliver masculinity. You're not going to be able to break down the markets the way that I break down the markets. You're not going to be able to look at health and nutrition the way I look at health and nutrition. You know why? Because that's my bit. Now you can be beneficial with it, but at the same time, you can't. That's not. You can be beneficial with it by using it. And teaching it, I condone it, nigga. Go. I planted these seeds to get the fuck out. Not to hoard shit, to give to the world. You feel what I'm saying? Get my message out by any means, please. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, you don't have my genius. You see what I'm saying? You have an angelic form of your genius. You just don't have my genius. You see what I mean? Now, when you tap into your genius and you use it, use the shit, bro. The shit comes in like emotion. And that's when we get imposter syndrome and that's when all that other shit comes in. You feel me? Break that shit. Get the fuck out that shit. Get out your motherfucking head and tap into your angelic genius. It's okay. Keep letting, keep letting motherfuckers constantly using their, uh, their demonic genius, their genius that is designed to make you feel programmed that you're a born sinner tell you to be humble. No, nigga, be exalted, motherfucker. You really think the source created you in its image and likeness to be half a, a, a percentage of what the fuck it made you to be? Fuck no. You didn't go up and grow up in the circumstances in a life that you get you you grew up in to run. No, it's your weapon. Those are your tools. Poverty, being raised without a father, like all of that shit, those are my tools. Those are in my imagination and my imagination is fueled. I can either choose to use my angelic genius with the shit, with my imagination or use my demonic genius with it. I say this and I wrap it up. If you see me get back into my gym sessions and shit, like I used to be a rapper who I use my genius negatively. I can't even hold you. It was all for detriment. I knew my, my lyricism is so cold that I use it, but now using it for the, it's, it's awkward a little bit, but I have to get comfortable. I have to get as comfortable using my angelic genius that I was with using my demonic genius when it came to my music. So, some of us, for some of us, that's the biggest hindrance we have. We're afraid to use our angelic genius to the equally capacity, equal capacity that we once developed our demonic genius. We don't think we deserve to have the same level of benefit in our lives that we have detriment. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you are not entitled or you do not deserve to have an equal amount of benefit in your life that is comparable to all of the detriment that you've experienced? You just think you're supposed to continually have that detriment, ain't you? Why do you feel that way? Because you have to be covered in the blood. You have to follow something that's going to absolve that as opposed to being able to absolve your motherfucking self because it's already in you. And that's why they ran for spirituality. Because they didn't think that they were supposed to be able to be in that space. And they thought, once you start getting that space, oh, you're going to forget about God. Mm, I'm using the nigga, bro. What you mean? I'm not forgetting. I'm using it more.
the fuck? When you're using, when your life is running from detriment, you can't be using it at all. Like, come on, that's your deity, and you—that's all that you can create with that is negative shit. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. So tap in. I don't care. Do what you do. It is what it is. But understand the true depths of spirituality for real, bro. Stop playing with this bullshit. Y'all niggas out here trying to make religions out of spiritual practices when you're supposed to be understanding the spiritual practice. You feel me? Because you're going to go back when you constantly tie into detriment and shit. But that's on you. You grown, so I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go ahead and end it there because this motherfucker long as fuck. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our kids, do not, I repeat, do not program your child into believing they are born sinner from the time they are babies. All you're telling them is that they are going to use their negative genius, their detrimental genius, their demonic genius, the rest of their lives. And they're going to have to have an intercessor to make them stop doing it. As opposed to the fact that, yo, I've been telling you all of this time that this is the way you're supposed to be. Let them use their angelic genius. Let them use their genius for betterment without having to tag in the notion on that I'm a born sinner. I'm a born sinner. Nigga, who the fuck told you that shit was real? Think about that. Why would it be necessary for a human to believe that they were born detrimentally? I can easily convince you that you need salvation. But when I tell you that you're born beneficial, now this is, a one, this is an anomaly. You were a once-in-a-lifetime motherfucker. There's not going to be another you for another thousand, two thousand years. Like, no, nigga. How in the fuck are sinners born in abundance but saviors ain't? The fuck? <laughs> y'all stop feeding y'all babies this bullshit, yo. Y'all get that shit out your motherfucking head and start getting your realities right, bro. It's all about benefit and detriment, yo. That other shit is sucker shit, bro. Make sure your babies is on point, man. But look, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and end it there, man. Y'all can... <laughs> hey, dog, that's some real shit, bro. How in the fuck are we only birthing one savior every 10 to 20 years and shit, but there's plenty of sinners on a regular basis, yo. That's some fucked up shit. I can't conceive that. Like, nigga, who the fuck would make some shit up like that? You feel me? A motherfucker that needed people to be oppressed, bro. It's that simple, yo. Stop feeding your babies into the system, into the oppression bloodline and shit, but know why this is the case, all right? <laughs> Go kiss your babies and make sure to eat their vegetables, and I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. <laughs> Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. <laughs> I'm out.